This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dr. Bogart here. Yes, how could I forget? Well, paint me green and call me a cucumber. She is. And she's brought a what? A, a zombie, you say? Are you sure? The girl's lost her marbles. Wasteland madness, surely. It takes root in delicate minds after lengthy exposure to the vast nothingness and rather upsetting savagery of the outside world. She's been out there for far too long, and I told you as much, if you remember. Discipline, a firm hand, care, these are the things I prescribe for her particular malady. Taming a willful woman isn't exactly a science, my good man. And I'll also have you remember that it was your choice to allow her entry into the Scouting Corps. Now look at what her fierce independence has brought. A zombie to our gates. A zombie! Who could've... Aren't those monsters extinct? What a monumental mistake. You really needn't raise your voice to me, Charles. I completely understand your urgency. And I suppose I told you so's can indeed wait until after this problem's resolution. Rest assured, you've called the right man for the job. In fact, I've just the remedy for this gruesome brain eater. Yes, 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 yes. I'll see you very soon. Good day. <sighs> All right, now, where has that rifle gotten off to? Nope, nope, not there. Aha! There you are. An apt inscription for today's work. This machine kills zombies. <laughs> Indeed. 
Hey, listener, I'm, I'm glad you're here. It's only right, I mean... We've come such a long way together since you found me sitting on that old cracked sidewalk eating a pigeon. Uh, good old days. You know, you could have run away screaming, like I thought you would. But you stuck with me, all the way to the actual gates of Golden Gate itself. Over all those hills and winding roads we talked about earlier. Both proverbial and, well, not so proverbial. We did it. We had our victory tour. Got to live long enough to get to this spot right here. Might as well have a big old X on it. <sighs> you know, the other day during the storm, while we were in that barn and I confessed or confided, I guess, I told you that I was scared about where this thing ends. I said I wouldn't have changed anything, and I still stand by that, mostly. It's just... Oh, shoot. Is it selfish to want more now that we're here? I feel more alive than I have in over a hundred years. It's actually been exciting to watch the world wake up and, and wonder what each new day will bring. I... I finally love being alive. Ish. Alive-ish. I... Whoa, whoa! It's, it's really windy up here, isn't it? I, uh, I never got to come here before zombification. Or, well, whatever the right word it is for things being like this? Oh, it's wild that I always wanted to visit, but just never made time for it, despite kind of always wanting to. To most of the other states in the old days, California was like this magical other place, home to a different kind of American than the rest of us. Uh, uh, well, it's kind of hard to explain now. I guess we all thought they saw themselves as better than we were. Not that I really thought that. After the end of the world, it all kind of feels trivial, you know? Even at its most stereotypical, why is it that I missed out on the California experience? Hanging out with cool, artsy people, drinking lattes, or, I don't know, maybe a craft beer on a breezy, sun-bleached patio in front of a worn brick wall in San Francisco. Sounds awful, right? Opportunity lost. Look alive, Hannah. We're here. Golden Gate. You know, I, I don't think I've ever told anyone to look alive before. Hello, Callie. Boot camp would like its really great catchphrase back. <sighs> All right. If I calculated things properly, we should be out of range for even their best riflemen. So, it's a safe bet for you to come on out. Remember, watch out for the super cringy decoration yeah. spikes. Best we stay on guard. First sign of anything weird, and that's a wrap. We bug out and get on to Junktown for our happily ever after. Yeah, she's been kind of different uh, since the storm. More resolved. Uh, focused. Uh, a little militant. Under it all, I'm pretty sure she's more afraid of what's coming than I am. Honestly, if I were living in her particular pair of combat boots, well, it's safe to say I wouldn't have made it. This far, I mean. If we're being real about it, I'd still be crying in a broken-down Jetta as raiders took my stuff while laughing at me. <laughs> Definitely laughing at me. <sighs> to be fair, solutions never really were exactly my thing. Complication is way more in my wheelhouse. Just comes more naturally. If you need things done the hard way with as many bumps as possible, I'm your girl. But solutions? Well, for that, I'd go to Cali. Okay, all right. Let's hope this thing works. 
Golden Gate Control, this is Scout Cali, Sierra Tango 325, returning from the field. Come in. Over. Go ahead, Scout Cali. Please hold position. Over. Well, I'll be damned. It's the big man himself. He must know what's up already. All right, here goes nothing. Hey, Chucky! They pulled you up to the tower to deal with little old me. You can call me some shade of flattered. Over. Affirmative. That visitor you brought with you, she's causing quite the ruckus up here. They tell me, uh, well, they say she's a little different. Confirm. Over. Affirmative. She is what you think she is. We found each other just outside of Old Zoo. She's a friendly. Over. Uh, say again? Over? You heard me right. She's friendly, Chuck. I, I wouldn't have believed it myself. We have an opportunity here. A big one. Over. You're not wrong about that. By golly, what are you waiting for, girl? Come on in. We'll meet you at the gate and get the thing restrained. Superb find, Scout Callie. Welcome home. Over. Uh, that That's a negative. Need assurance. Cut a deal. I have terms. A correction, we have terms. Over. I don't... Say again? Over? You get to observe. No intrusive science or procedures. If you're not interested in studying possible human-zombie coexistence, then we're done here. Over. Human-zombie what? Co coexistence? You... You've got to be out of your mind! The doctor was right. Wasteland madness, he told me. He told me all that. Bullshit! Doctor's full of it! No debating, no negotiation. If you want this, then the deal is, I'm her guardian, and I get your word nothing happens to her without my express fucking consent. I repeat, I want your word, Charles. Over. You know I can't just make a decision like that without consultation. There's a council. A zombie's a dangerous thing, don't you know? Look, I've got some people on the way up here now. Experts, just... just stand by. Just... just stand by, damn it. Over. Wilco. Callie out. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Imagine that. A friendly zombie, she says. A friendly. <laughs> friendly zombie. Ah, you're just in time, Doctor. What's the story, Counselor? Take these binoculars. See for yourself. All right. <clears throat> hmm. Well, well, well. Isn't it my dearest ex-fiancé, Callista? And this 
zombie friend of hers, if that listless gate is anything to go by. I'll put it to you squarely, Doctor. She's offering us an observation opportunity. Says she's been living besides this thing for some time now. At least, I suppose she has. She claims to have picked it up in Michigan, of all places. Well, butter my biscuit. I would have guessed they'd find the last zombie in Florida, but Michigan? <laughs> it's absurd, though, isn't it? Uh, let me... wait. Wait just a damned minute. What is it? Spit it out, man. What is it? That zombie. She's just standing there. Menacingly. Actually listening to whatever Callie's rambling to her about. Alright, she's just standing there. And? And it's impossible? I've done my reading, good sir. You can't train a zombie. They don't respond to us in that fashion. If anything, the presence of a human being in their vicinity should excite them. Said stimulation, in almost all cases, ends in some sort of violent outburst. The only exceptions being, of course, A, the zombie doesn't notice the human activity, or, and this is important so do try to keep up, B, the zombie has adapted. Adapted? Well, isn't... I'm sorry, Doctor, isn't that... isn't that considered a positive thing? I mean, if it's not going to attack anybody, perhaps it's trainable. Like a good dog, per se. Not. At. All. You see, the only record of a zombie adapting to human behavioral patterns is in the form of a tyrant. Or, as some might call them, a queen. These zombie monarchs were said to have been able to somehow herd others of their kind. If there was a horde of extraordinary size, then you could almost be sure there was a tyrant amongst them. The studies on this were classified, of course. Fortunately for us, scavengers recovered these very same studies from the ruins of the old Redmond settlement years ago. As far as we can tell, only two queens were ever captured and successfully detained. One just outside of Boston, and the other at Redmond itself. Redmond? They went down just before the Great Settling, didn't they? That was a long time ago, Tristan. What happened to the two queens? Well, precious little is known about Boston, save for sparse mentions and the odd reference here and there. On the other hand, we know much more about the Redmond Queen's fate because, well, to put it bluntly, I'm afraid she's the reason there is no Redmond settlement. Old scavenger reports from back before I was even a twinkle in my father's eye state it was completely overrun by zombies. If I was to hypothesize, I'd say the creatures likely went on to stumble their way through Seattle proper before getting themselves zapped by the robots there. That's usually how it went with any good-sized horde. They all run afoul of Killzone border sooner or later, and then that's the end of them. Good riddance to bad rubbish, I say. Uh, wait, and, and you're saying that thing down there is a, is, is, is some sort of queen, then? You're damn right I am. Jesus. Well, what do we do, Bogart? We can't let that thing in here. And we can't just let her leave with it. Off our doorstep and out into the wasteland to infect some lowly, unprepared scavenger settlement. They, they, they'd be back here before long, wouldn't they? And in greater numbers. You're entirely correct. Think of our American dream. How close we are. Closer still every day. A new outbreak would be a setback of monumental proportion. We simply cannot allow it to happen. Fortunately for us, I brought this. A rifle? They're well out of range for that, Doctor. Ah, that's where you're wrong. See, they only think they're out of range. 
Remember, Counselor, I'm the very best shot in this settlement, and this... Oh, this, my good man, is a one-of-a-kind piece of hardware. I purchased it from a mutant, a rather hideous mutant she-beast who'd kept it clean and exquisitely tuned ever since the good old days when America was America. You, uh, you really think you can make the shot? We might only get one chance at this. With your leave, then. May I go ahead and set up here, Counselor? This would make for a fine vantage. All right, do it. Today, we save Golden Gate from being another Redmond, and the world from another apocalypse. Go get him, Tiger. Let the very hand of the Founding Fathers guide me. How long are they gonna leave us standing out here? You're right. Or I'm going to just go ahead and imagine you're agreeing with me. Two minutes more, and we're out of here. Welcome back, listener. Still not much going on here other than nerves, anxiety, and an oncoming panic attack. And doesn't that just sound like a normal Wednesday for Hannah? <laughs> I'm fine. This is fine. <laughs> what? I, I don't... Uh, hang on. I don't understand. Are, are you trying to tell me something, listener? <laughs> Holy shit! <sighs> no. No, 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 no! Hey, assholes! That just barely missed me! What the fuck are you doing?! I thought we were negotiating! Mind your etiquette. Besides, you said it yourself, ma'am. No negotiations. I, to hell with etiquette! You damn well know this isn't what I meant! Please don't do this! Hannah, get down! I, I... I can't. I can't. It doesn't work like that, Callie! Even after the whole Christmas revelation thing, I don't have control of us all the time! Okay, just... just give it a shot, Hannah. Come on. Listen, zombie me. We need to get down. Take cover. Take cover. Oh, come on. Don't just stand there. All the times to be unresponsive. We need to move. You can't do this. You can't. She, she doesn't even know you're trying to kill her. Please. That's kind of the idea. Besides, she's already dead, Callie. She's a zombie. The sooner you come to terms with that, the better. This isn't murder. It's mercy. Oh god, again. She's not she's not just a zombie. She's she's my friend. Listen to yourself, Callista. It's a zombie. Just a zombie. And when I can get the damn thing to stand still for a moment, it'll be substantially less than that. You you piece of shit! Whatever he told you, Charles! Whatever he said, he's lying! You know our history! Listen to me! Oh, for heaven's sake! You're so full of yourself, aren't you? You've never been able to look past yourself to the to the bigger picture! This situation is much greater than you or I. That thing is a zombie queen, and you're endangering not only this settlement, but dare I say humanity as a whole by gallivanting around with it. And for what? Misplaced sentiment? I've heard enough of this. Bogart, out! A, a zombie queen? No, 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 you're wrong, she can't be! Could you just stop shooting for a second? We can talk about this. I, I can take her away. I don't care how far! Please! Please stop shooting! I... 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 I know you can hear me! Say something! <laughs> 
It's okay, Callie. I know you can't hear me, but this is where the road goes. Where it ends, I guess. X marks the spot. I knew that in Nebraska. I guess that's why I've been so nervous. But I don't regret it. I just... I wish that I could tell you everything. That you saved me. But I love you. I care about her. Okay? Please. I do, and I'm so, so fucking sorry about everything. just what zombies do. What we do. What... What I do. Now. Alright. I'm ready to go. I'm so sorry, Callie. some sad story. Like it happened to someone else. Is this what it's like to be you, listener? Or maybe this is just what happens when you turn the show off before the story's finished. We don't need to know how it ends. Anything could have happened. Here's to dissociation, I guess. Hey, uh, speaking of you, there you are, live and in living color, just listening to my story on your little podcast player thingamajig in a world that doesn't look to be totally ruined yet. How cool is this? I mean, give your politicians a bit of time, I'm sure. You still probably have at least a couple years in your reality or whatever this is before they screw it all up, right? Huh, imagine that, and you! I don't really know what I expected. Normally, I see you as this kind of staggy blob floating around. Sometimes you kind of look like a person-shaped thing, but mostly not. But you are a person, which makes a ton more sense, honestly. 
Classic Hannah, I'm rambling, aren't I? Stalling, really. Look, I'm, I'm really sorry about the way my story went. You were there with me through the highs and lows every step of the way, which kind of makes it our story, doesn't it? Also, how is this show listed as a comedy? They clearly tricked both of us. Oh, it's so funny, making me cry like that all the time. And look now, see how she's eating the love of her life? Isn't that just hilarious? Oh, these people are sick. Whatever, I'm here now. Might as well stretch out. Get used to it, right? Make a new, better story. Do you think that, whoa, wait. Do you think this makes me the listener now that we've kicked down whatever was left of the admittedly shaky fourth wall? Now it's me, just checking in and out of your life, being your imaginary friend, listening to all your thoughts and your feelings and, well, I guess that's probably not it, is it? You know, since I'm actually the furthest thing away from being any kind of listener, still blabbering away and all, avoiding everything. Right. I don't get to stay here with you, do I? Okay. Okay. We have to see this through. You've already done so much for me. I'm, I'm not about to hand your life up any more than we have to. I'm ready. Uh, I think... It's weird. You'd think I'd feel... torn apart. Full of grief. But I'm not. And I'm, I'm not sure that it's actually dissociation. I don't know what that means, but... If anything timey-wimey happens, or... If this really is the end of us, thank you for saving me from that whole Callie Burger situation. That, uh, that was a bit much, even for this show. you don't need to be sad for us. Things are actually fine. Or in the neighborhood of fine. As fine as the apocalypse gets, it's fine. I'll fill you in. But be prepared to turn that frown upside down because this tragic comedy might actually have a happy ending yet. So, as you might have noticed, we're still in Golden Gate. Before we get into it, I'm happy to announce that we did not actually eat that Cali burger much, so that's mostly guilt-free, which is a whole other thing, but we'll get to that. Anyway, there are like a ton of happy little surprises coming your way, one of which is Team Zombie Wee is really hitting it out of the park on the whole cooperation front. Maybe weeks too late, I know, but let's just not look at Gift Zombie in her mouth. It, yeah, you'll, you'll see what I mean soon. Okay, recap time. It turns out, while we were hanging out in your world, she was taking this one by storm. Without me holding her back with pesky morals and general overall repulsion for her disgusting habits, zombie me turned into a one-woman army! She stormed the gates, climbed up to the command booth, and threw Bogart not only off the tower, but off the bridge itself! I'm pretty sure he was like, Egads, no, I cannot believe I've been struck down by a female! As he fell! Also, is nobody else going to mention that Golden Gate's transatlantic accent is actually super freaking weird? When they picked their version of America, they really reached back for that one. It's gotta be movies, right? That's the only explanation. Movies are to blame. Continuing on, it's probably not the highlight of the story to report that she then, uh, well, she ran through the streets of Golden Gate chewing on every man, woman, and child, which is okay, it's pretty bad, but also kind of a happy ending, right? 
I mean, come on, if we're accepting ishes, then we can call this a happy-ish ending. Look, listener, in our defense, we're still a zombie, and thus the bar has to be, by its very nature, pretty low. And there is some light at the end of this seemingly dark and tragic tunnel, because I think I can help them. I'm not sure what Bogart meant with that whole zombie queen thing, but he might have actually been onto something. This is where all the work comes in. So you know how I can tell my zombie half what to do, and, and she sometimes listens. Well, it turns out I can do that for other zombies, too. Also, to answer one of my age-old questions, individual zombies do have their own wants and needs. They're just buried under this really thick brain fog. But I can kind of see through it, and I'm going to use that ability to help them. We're going to stay up here on top of Golden Gate, all of us, away from the outside world, and any mistakes that might lead to, oh, I don't know, an actual Hannah apocalypse. <laughs> you know, see, you see what I did there? Because it would be like an apocalypse, but this one started by me. Han Look, we spent an entire show building up to this gag. The least you can do is politely laugh, listener. I suppose this is where we should all line up and take a bow, but I do have one more thing to show you. The most important thing, actually. Come on, follow me. Welcome, listener, to our house. It's not as cozy as the one in the Christmas special or anything, but it's ours. I'm still relearning how to do a lot of things, like this, opening doors and stuff. It's coming quicker than I thought it would, now that we're on the same page. It's still a little bit tricky, sometimes. Uh, give me a second with this one. Almost got it. There. There she is. Kelly! Turns out that zombie me wasn't actually looking at her like she was a meal at all. When I said she didn't eat her much, what I meant was she was just giving her an insurance bite so that she would come back as a zombie. I guess we both kind of fell for her. But uh, we all got a little bit more than we bargained for, though. I'm not really sure how this works or how long she'll be asleep. It's been, well... It's been weeks already, but this is the best part. Her body is fighting the virus somehow. She's a mutant now, listener. She doesn't have to go through zombification. Doesn't have to live like <laughs> this. Best of both worlds, worst of both worlds kind of stuff. Eventually, when she wakes up, that is. So, in the meantime, I, I sing to her every night. It's not great, and I know she can't hear it since it's up in my head, and let's be honest, more for my own sanity than hers. But I like to think that it helps. I want her to know that I'm here, waiting. Forever, if we have to. We owe her even more than that. Uh, speaking of said singing, it's that time again. You know, I used to be embarrassed to be caught singing in public, but you can stay, if you want to. It's just this song I heard on the radio once that kind of stuck with me. It, uh, it reminds me of her. Okay, here we go. You got me stranded Like a branch in the wind Tell me what you long for Oh, I want what you want You left me empty-handed I'm drying out in the sun like an empty gun Oh, there's nothing I wouldn't do now No Oh, my dear I want victory 
Big thank you to Velvet Moon and their lovely, very fitting song, My Dear, to which Hannah covered at the end of the episode there. Listener, you've heard it from Hannah. You've heard it from me. We've really come a long way together. And it's the true hope of this cast and crew that you enjoyed the journey, as we've all become very attached to the story and its characters. What does this mean for the future of the show? Well, thanks to your overwhelming support, as well as our inclusion in the Fable and Folly Network. Season 2 is a sure thing, though we don't quite know the date in regards to when we'll be back. What I can say is that between here and there, we won't be letting the feed languish. We're going to have a mini-series that'll introduce a new character to the main plot and maybe prime your appetite for what is to come while also hosting some feed drops to other shows we think you'll enjoy as you wait for more Hannah. Last, but certainly not least, I've committed to remastering Season 1 and releasing that as a master cut. So be on the lookout for lots of off-season shenanigans and make sure you come back and see what we've got going on. Until then, though, from everyone here at Hanapocalypse, I want to express this. Your love for what we do picks us up, saves us, allows us to tell incredible stories with all of the heart we can muster. We cry and laugh throughout writing and performing this material so that you truly can get the best of us. Thank you for that. We'll see you again soon, listener. Apocalypse has been brought to you by Red Fathom Entertainment and is a proud member of the Fable and Folly Network. This episode was brought to you by the talents of our wonderful cast and crew, 
all of which can be found in the show notes as well as on our official webpage, www.redfathom.com slash hanapocalypse. We'd love it if you'd stop by and fix us up with a follow on socials. You can find us on Twitter at Hanapocal, and now new and reworked on Instagram as Red Fathom. If you like what you hear so far and would like to support the show as well as other future productions like it, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash redfathom. Patreon is, of course, a service that allows you to pitch us some money on a monthly basis in exchange for some extra material and content. Every dollar goes into paying our talent and improving the show, helping us bring stories like this one out of post-apocalyptia and straight into your ear holes. Enough of that, though. Until next time, listener. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. It's the last days of summer, 1920. Do you know where your children are? They should be playing outside. Come on, Chelsea. Mima says we're not allowed to go to this house. We're not even supposed to be on the side of town. Doing their chores. Why aren't these chicken coops clean? Please, Father, I'll be good. (laughs) Oh, God! Obeying their parents. You look me right in the eyes and tell me you didn't steal this bike. Ma, no, I've been helping Mr. Diamond, all right? Lord, don't tell me my son is working at a speakeasy. Exploring their feelings. Let's go over to the apple tree. Gosh, (laughs) okay. But unfortunately for these young fools, the neighborhood bully has other plans. Tonight, you are going to meet me out in front of the old Barnaker house. Howling house? Why? (laughs) Now, a boy scout, a tag-along, a doormat, and a delinquent will dare to spend the night in the most haunted estate in Arkham. Will they survive to see the sunrise? Or will they succumb to the hunger of Howling House? You're going to die. What is that thing? Is this this the witch's library? I'm gonna kill you! Not tonight! Roger, make him stop! No! You watch! Run away, little ones. I'm so hungry. Listen to the Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program's award-winning season, Night at Howling House. The complete story, available everywhere you listen to podcasts, and at CthulhuMystery.com. All the all the outs and free. All the outs and free. <laughs>